You are now listening to the Actors Business Network with Elena Joy. For more, visit theactorsbusinessnetwork.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Actors Business Network podcast. This is your host, Elena Joy, and today we are going to be talking about all things social media related. Now, this isn't just your standard social media. We're not talking about social media or um, just just post regularly and things like that. We are going to be talking about the actual content, how you can represent your brand. As an actor, you are your brand. So how do you figure out what that is? Well, We have Kate Butler with us today and she is here to save the day to help you guys put you on the right track into creating a hugely successful brand in the social media stratosphere. So without further ado, let's welcome Kate. I hope you all enjoy this episode and I hope you get so much value from it. It's the same with lots of things you go and study and you become like an expert in something it doesn't mean that you know how to do business and that is a whole another ball, ball game and so much to learn so I'm um so I used to well I'm a writer so I've always been a writer and so my first so my career kind of started in magazines and um so I worked in kind of women's magazines glossy magazines and um I kind of I was a features writer and a commissioning editor and what I kind of naturally started realizing the thing that I was really good at was interviewing and finding people's stories so I did like a I interviewed a real breadth of people so you know I went from kind of like the celebrities and and like so kind of for your audience people like Brenda Blethyn and Hermione Norris and Roger Moore interviewing those but also um absolutely ordinary people that you've never heard of and the thing I absolutely loved about it is you know uncovering the ordinary and the kind of the glamorous and the you know the things that you don't really hear about those people and then uncovering the extraordinary things about the kind of like seemingly ordinary people and it made me I mean I always loved stories and storytelling but I became slightly obsessed about kind of helping people uncover their story and tell their stories and so um I left magazines kind of when I had children kind of like seven years ago and I kind of carried on freelancing but I decided to set up my own business um just helping on like because I was an online business woman and I kind of saw that so many people didn't know how to share their story and didn't know how to show up online and didn't know how to use content marketing and that's what I did know and so that's why I started doing working um, with kind of online business owners and, and businesses and teaching them how to kind of build a presence online and yeah. create a kind of like a personality driven brand which I think is one of the most powerful things you can be doing right now. But Brilliant so yeah so how is it then that you can take something and you can if you are you as a person and you are you are your own brand how is it then that you can look at say for instance the internet or you can look at um, a specific social media um, platform and and take those essences of you and then put them into something digital how is it that you sort of approach that you mean how do you, how do you kind of develop a kind of a, a grow your brand online as a person yeah. as an individual? Well, I think the first thing you need to do, and it's it's the it's it's a hard thing to do. You're kind of you're setting up, and you're a personality driven brand. And the most important part of that is how can you differentiate yourself? How can you position yourself? How can you make yourself unique and stand out from everybody else who's doing what you're doing? And I think the first thing that people kind of seem to think they need to do is try and be something else they need to be a certain way or be a certain thing or tell a certain story. And that's absolutely not what you should be doing. You should be, 
you know, I, I can't remember the exact quote, so I'm about to botch it, but it's the <laughs> Dolly Parton one where you, where she says, you know, figure out what makes you you and then do it on purpose. And that's really what it is. You need to kind of figure out who you are and figure out where you're hiding and figure out what, where you're pretending. And I think there's this, you know, there's this buzzword authenticity and everyone talks about authenticity and everyone kind of rolls their eyes, you know, what's authentic and it's authentic. <laughs> But the thing is, it becomes a cliche because it's true. And people have like this sixth sense and they can, they can tell when someone is not really being themselves. And the people who are magnetic are the people who show up in a real way online and the people who kind of let people in behind the scenes and kind of share a piece of who they are and a message and, and their story in an authentic way. And I think that really is the building blocks, I mean, of building your personality your brand online and because you know mainly you're meeting people in like social media and people are showing up on social media to connect with real people so if you're showing up as a persona it's not going to be as powerful or as magnetic or as as appealing as someone who's showing up and saying I'm showing up and meeting you where you are I'm showing up as me just like you're showing up as you and that is what's going to help you attract the people who are going to fall in love with you and be your loyal fans and followers. So how do you start to figure that out? Do you start to look at different like colors that you're attracted to and things like that and like um, different stories that you're attracted to to try to bring that out? I think it's just about, you know, you know, one of the things you you said before, like how do you know what story to tell that's going to kind of really attract people? And the, the thing that you've got to realize is that the most powerful story is always the true story and so it's it's just showing up and, and being honest about who you are and um, I mean so one of the things that you could you know the first thing that you need to figure out is um, okay so what am I going to show up and what am I going to talk about and what am I not going to talk about that's that's probably the first thing so you know so people know what to expect and so um, you know even though you're showing up you know you're not showing up as a business as such you're showing up as a person and you yeah. are your products and so you know decide what what do I want to stand for who do I want to be what do I want to be known for what do I want to give to people because you know when you're showing up and you're delivering content you are you need to be kind of giving value and, and delivering something that people want so you need to figure out you know what what can I do that they're going to be interested in that is going to feel valuable to them and so one of the things that I teach my um, my clients when they're trying to figure out what their content strategy is, like what do I talk about and what I don't talk about, is I go back and I say, think about your your social media presence, your content, as like it's a magazine. And, you know, the subject of the magazine is you. And just like in a magazine, if you turn to the front of a magazine, you will have various categories that they talk about. So like every month, your favorite magazine will talk about fashion and beauty and homes and I don't know, cooking or something. Mm. And so you need to figure out what, what are your, what are the things that you talk about? What are your sections of your magazine? You know, what are the five things? And so this is essentially like content pillars. So what do you talk about and what don't you talk about? And, you know, for an online business, obviously their main content pillars are going to be about whatever the subject is that they're teaching. For you, a lot of it's going to be about letting people in. And that is important as well, whether you're a personality driven brand who has a business with a product to sell or whether you are selling yourself, it's important to let them in. So I would say, you know, pick you know five to seven things that you want to talk about or that you can talk about that you think your audience is going to be interested in. So I don't know, it could be like, um, 
it could be like your personal style it could be like your um depending on where you are on your acting journey it could be like behind the scenes at work you know like learning a script or going for an audition or whatever it might be it could be I don't know your pets it could be um your fitness routine or your diet like maybe you're a vegan and you you know show them what you cook every day but you know just decide what it is that you talk about because then people will come to know what to expect oh I follow this person because they talk about this thing and I'm interested in this and and you know that chimes with me and I know what to expect you know they're not like one day talking about I don't know something really random and the next day talking about something else completely different you know what to expect also then it gives you a guide you're kind of thinking you're looking for content ideas and looking how to show up well you know this is one of the five or seven things that I talk about that's a great piece of content and I'm going to talk about that today yeah that's great yeah I think that's the you know the first way is figure out what do you talk about and what don't you talk about and what you know what do you want to position yourself as you know yeah what do you want to be for your followers and I think as well for actors because you are your brand and because so much of it is who you are when you go into an audition and who a casting director is going to perceive who you are are the actors the company you need to be thinking about how um, you're representing yourself in that sense as well so you do need to be careful not completely careful but um mindful I would say about how you are coming across um particularly about some sensitive subjects that may be in the media like if you want to be somebody who is very outspoken then you have to also understand that that at some point is probably going to hinder your opportunities in some way yeah yeah Um, you've got to do it on purpose basically if you're going to do it you mm -hmm. you do have to curate how you show show up and to be authentic does not mean that you have to be warts and all authentic it does not mean you have to every time you have a whim or something annoys you or you'll get cross that you show up and you share it you know that's not necessarily being authentic and it's also knowing the difference so the thing that I would say is know what your values are know what you stand for know the things you want to be known for and check in with that before you post something because it's so easy on social media to do like oh I'm cross about so and so this is annoying me or whatever and then post and not checking in with those values and then suddenly you're creating the wrong image not the image it's not like you're it's not a false image but it's just not the best face that you want to be putting forward to the world and I think the other thing to remember which is a mistake that I think a lot of a lot of people make is when you are sharing online you know there's a lot to be said for sharing vulnerably because that is how you create connection and empathy with people but there is a massive difference between um sharing something vulnerably in a way that so so the example is you know you, sh- you share this the scar not the wound so right. if it's something that you're working through and you haven't resolved then you're kind of like deep in it still and you share about it on social media it's not vulnerable it's it's almost like voyeuristic you're kind of you know you're it almost feels attention seeking even if you don't feel like that's what it does but that's what it starts to feel like to your audience when you share from a point of hindsight this is something I've worked through this is something that I can look back on in hindsight and this is what I've learned from it then you're sharing vulnerably and then you're sharing something that is piece of like valuable for your audience because you can say I've been through this this is what I've learned from this and you know and so this is what I'm sharing it with you because I want you to learn from my experience and I think that's the difference so it's kind of like figuring out what your values are checking in with those before you make any kind of impulsive um positions and the posts on things and also always checking in am I sharing the scar not the wound you know when you're being vulnerable I think they're really important things to do yeah because I think the raw nature of some of these um things as well can make people feel awkward 
mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily what is intended but just they don't necessarily know what to say they don't really know how to respond and it gives them an uneasy feeling if they don't know what's going to happen next and everyone hates that feeling that's mm-hmm. the thing why <laughs> what I perceive the reason why people a lot of people don't like flying is the uneasy it's the what could happen it's... <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Um, potentially that could be why. So just jumping on something that you just said, I realize this isn't anything that we've talked about, but um, for actors, values. So in business and things, we talk about values a lot and everything that we do is in line with those values. When you are trying to define your values for you, how do you go about that as like a starting block? Well, really something I do with a lot of my clients, actually when we're kind of figuring out messaging and things like that is literally just like Googling online those values values lists and you know they come up and you get like this page full of like you know loyalty and you know whatever yeah. whatever they might be Resilient. and just like looking <laughs> exactly and looking at them and thinking okay which five or ten of these pop out to me and, and like mean something that's the first step you know what actually really means anything and then the questions I would usually ask around them you know, because, you know, it's, it's all very well picking, like, one of my values is, is loyalty or, or resilience, but, you know, really, what does that mean in real terms, you know, and so picking what they are, and then, like, looking at your life and thinking, why did I pick this? Why is it important to me? How in my past have, has this, you know, value played out? You know, have I acted on this value? Um, you know, and, and how do I live my life by this value? And kind of come up with some concrete ideas, because then you know, this isn't just me thinking, well, it sounds good if I pick this value because it sounds yeah. nice and worthy. You know that it's actually something that has some grounding in your life and who you are. So that's how I'd start it. You know, it's, you know, I don't know. I, I love journaling and this is a really good way to figure out who you are. You know, picking them at depth, picking up the ones that resonate with you and then just really figuring out which ones actually have some kind of grounding and meaning in my life. And can I give some concrete examples and stories of where, you know, this has played out for me? Yeah, a good way I think as well that might be just going off the back back of that is in relationships and things you can start to define your values by what you think is acceptable and what the other person doesn't think is acceptable so you might even be able to pick that up um, between sort of um, even if it isn't a a sort of boyfriend girlfriend husband wife relationship it might be a friendship yeah when do you feel um, let down or when do you feel what do you always continually combat uh, yeah your where's your hard line where you know where yeah. is it where you realize you're going to break with somebody and that's that's been yeah so much. yeah that helps you what what actually makes you feel cross and hot under the collar that's usually because it's going against your values in some ways and what makes you angry and then you work back from there and you can see that it's usually rooted that it's going against some kind of value that you live by yeah and hopefully that won't open up the wound too much <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> so um how do you make the content seem like it flows rather than it seeming random so we've got the five pillars of content that we've briefly discussed but how would you say for instance one of the things that you love is coffee and that's part of everything that you do is coffee 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 and then you might have the backstage stuff well actually that's quite a bad example because those two can link very easily. go together <laughs> <laughs> i'll say it's cars then for instance okay uh, well, how can you get it so it doesn't seem like oh she's posting a picture of her dog oh there's a car oh there's a well I think it's it's just about 
it's about balance and consistency I suppose you're not going to kind of go overboard and spend like three weeks talking about one thing and then <laughs> um and then suddenly switch and this is the, the other thing I'm interested in and if you think about it like so actually I suppose one way of like assessing like how how how, how well have I covered all the things that I'm going to be known for if you think about it like a monthly magazine it's the content comes out of a month and everything needs to be um covered in that monthly issue so if you decide like you know the month of June is your is your issue and so you need to make sure that you touch on all those pillars throughout the month in kind of an equal way or throughout the week you know maybe it's like one day to talk about this and one day talk about that but I also would be wary of being too um too not prescribed uh, yes too prescribed about doing things because you want it to feel naturally you don't be like oh my gosh I've got a post about coffee today what am I going to do <laughs> you don't want it to feel forced you want it to feel natural and I think you know part of a personality driven brand is letting them into the person so you're like what's happening in your normal everyday life you know what is naturally going to come up and and just going with the flow and being a bit easy but you know arguably if one of the pillars that you've picked never seems to naturally come up in a month period mm. you know that it's not one of you it's not something that you talk about and it would just yeah. be naturally filtered out and you know I think you know keep an eye on it if you've chosen it but don't be prescriptive about it but don't be like you know it's um you know I don't know it's coffee Monday and <laughs> okay, they don't, I don't think you know that doesn't feel that doesn't feel right people want to feel like they're kind of you know when it's a personality driven brand they want to feel like they're going on a, on the journey with you and like your life really and it doesn't want to feel prescriptive prescribed and planned and scheduled you know yeah um, so just I'd say just go with the flow a little bit more and and I'm very um you know I like it when people kind of think you know what's on my heart today what do I want to share and and that is the kind of content that actually once you've checked in with your values and you're making sure you're not posting, you know, the, the, the wound rather than the scar, that's the content that really resonates with stuff that comes from the heart, not the stuff that is planned and thought about in advance. It's the stuff like, this is something I really want to talk about today. Or I really want to share with you today. Or something I found funny today, or yeah. you know, it's a funny little observation. That's the stuff that creates the connection. It has a yeah. different energy, I think, to it. Definitely. And I think you can see that as well in a lot of people's um, stories as opposed to their actual content. And you find that their story on like Instagram, for example, is very authentic and very in with everything that they're doing that day. And it feels like you're in the moment. It feels like you are actually having a little snippet into their life, as opposed to when you see this photograph that's edited, that the lighting looks amazing. And you're like, well, you're really good at using Photoshop or yeah, something. Exactly. Yeah, it's. I think that's really a good point, actually, because I think stories are a really powerful way of seeing behind the scenes. But there's also been this real trend in in just marketing in general. So if you think about like Facebook ads and stuff, they're not using the kind of the flat lays and the um and the the Photoshop studio um, images. You know, you're seeing more and more. Um, you know, like the shaky video selfie camera of somebody sitting on a settee. I remember. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Carrie Green. Of yes, you are yeah. familiar with Carrie yeah, Green yeah. of FEA. I saw her. She did a sponsored ad or a, um, a Facebook ad, and it was literally her sitting on the settee, holding her phone up, holding her newborn baby, her hair up in a messy bun. You know, delivering her message, and that is because the thing that is being noticed now is realness you know it's people not yeah. showing up in the glossy like this is putting my best face forward it's people who's showing up in a in a real authentic way online because that is how everyone else is showing up really you know in that space and you're going to meet them where you are and and um I think that's really really important that is how you get noticed you know people are more likely 
happy to scroll by a beautiful photoshopped studio shoot image but they're going to stop at you in your pajamas with your hair up or you in your muddy boots you know that's what they want to see they want to see a piece of the real person they don't want to see the person that anyone can see you know yeah and from that you're going to be able to attract your tribe and sort of get those people to keep engaging with your content but in terms of that um, what is your best advice for people being seen like across social media so well there's three things so consistency is really important so you know if you want a loyal following you've got to show up for them and and I think you've got to look at when you're trying to get a following who's engaging with you and commenting in your posts and presumably boosting the algorithm so many more people see you, they want to know that you're showing up. And so you kind of approach, you know, a good analogy for content marketing is seeing it like a relationship, you know. So if you want this relationship to be a lasting relationship that's maybe going to turn into marriage, you're going to show up <laughs> every day on time when you say you are. You're not going to be weird or flaky. You're going to be interested in them and ask them questions. You're going to comment when they engage or like or whatever your post, you're going to go back and you're going to like one of their posts. You know, you're going to reciprocate. You're going to create this kind of feeling like they're in a relationship with you mm. rather than just be this person who shows up and talks at them and then disappears for a little bit so that's the first thing is making sure that you're you have a consistent consistent present and you're engaging because Mm -hmm. the other thing is when people check you out and you say oh you know can I come and collaborate with you they're going to check you out and see what you're doing online and if you're not haven't got an active account or you disappear every three or four weeks for a a couple of months you know they're going to think this person's not engaged at all So consistency and being engaged and being social online is number one. Um, And number two is um, collaborating and thinking about ways that you can leverage other people's audiences Um, because it's all very well just showing up and on your little feed and and platform and, you know, thinking that they're just going to come and find you. They're not, you have to go out and find them. You have to get under as, many eyes and noses as you can and that's so so interesting so just yeah so just think about ways that you can you know so like me coming on your podcast I'm leveraging your audience Mm. these are people who wouldn't have just organically found me um but now they know now they've heard of me you know they've come across me they might check me out so um think of ways that you can leverage other people's audiences whether that's you know going in and you know offering to do an interview with them or I don't know what it might what it might be going to do a guest post or um you know guest spotting for them i don't know what the kind of things it might be that you you would do like um there's lots of different things for actors i mean there's you know going and being interviewed on digital new media platforms as well yeah i'm sure even like creating material like creating acting material whilst all the theaters are shut whilst everything's sort of at a halt you could do that online you know yeah exactly so Mm -hmm. just thinking about ways of reaching more people rather than it's not just about thinking well I've got a Facebook page or an Instagram profile or whatever you know isn't that not enough it's not enough you've got to go out and find them and draw them in (laughs) as well with um, you know by showing up and and serving in any way you can yeah no that's really really interesting I hadn't even really thought about that to be honest from the acting perspective I was thinking about putting out unique content and things like that Um, but not actually actively seeing other people's audiences that makes a lot of sense especially because some actors really dedicate themselves to social media I think a lot 
to be honest. I think every actor should. But there's so many things that go on, you know, like you have auditions, you've got a day job, you have an acting job. It, mm-hmm. There is a lot in an actor's life and some people prioritise it and others don't. Um, but I definitely think from what you just said, you know, from the ones that are prioritising it, you could actually really, if you if you haven't before and you're deciding to now, utilise somebody else's audience. And oh, It's a huge opportunity. It's a huge opportunity. It's it's It's... Yeah, it's an absolute no-brainer. You can reach hundreds of new followers, real followers, um, just by showing up in on one person's platform. You know, it's like thinking, you know, who's got an audience who's similar to mine? Who's going to who do I want to who do I want to speak to? Who do I want to attract? Okay, so who who are they following? And how can I help that person? How can I serve that person? How can I make it worth their while for me to show up and, and present to their audience or be seen by their audience? It's so, so powerful. Um, yeah, so co- collaboration, you know, looking out for other people who have similar audiences to, to yours yeah. and how can you collaborate with them and serve them. Yeah, I know that's brilliant. So what about um, adding value? We've touched on this a couple of times, but how do we add value? How do actors add value when a lot of their stuff is just them? I suppose you've got to make it people... <laughs> worth people's while to want to follow you and um you know so why do people come online well because they're nosy <laughs> let's face it we want to connect with people we want to connect with people we want to see behind the scenes in people's lives that is one thing that they're gonna want to get from you but there are other things as well because you know as actors you know it's I think everyone sees acting as this really glamorous profession. And, you know, even though I'm sure there are moments where it very much doesn't feel like that. So let them in, <laughs> talk <Yeah>. about it, <laughs> share pictures, let them see the real thing. People are, en- you know, become a bit of a journalist on it. You know, people are endlessly fascinated with the real story behind things. So share it. And I think, I think the thing is what you think is absolutely boring and mundane will be, absolutely gobsmackingly fascinating for somebody not in your world and you'd be amazed and and share that value and they'll want to follow it and they'll appreciate you for it um and I think it's also what we touched on before you know a big part of content is what am I giving to my my reader or listener or watcher or whatever you know what are they going to take away from this and it's it it matters you know are they going to be inspired are they going to be uplifted by this post are they going to learn a lesson can I teach them something from what I have learned you know and so it could just be like sharing vulnerably from your life and life lessons and you know how you're taking the world you know there'll be things that you have in common you know they may work in an office and you may be an actor but you're both moving through this world you know together and having similar experiences so you know share your stories share little everyday moments um, stories of what's going on in your life and what you think about what's going on in the world obviously checking in with your values and stuff and you know think you know what is going on in their life what do they need to hear what could I do to make them feel better today what how can I serve and love on them today I think that's the question you know what can I do today to make their lives be more fun or make them laugh or um, give them some hope or whatever whatever it is you know you can do that and that's the question you should have in your head you know how can I love on my audience how can I serve them Um, and even with the fact that you know obviously a lot of it is a struggle there is community in that in the fact that there's other people who are going through the same thing so yeah I mean it's like empathy 
yeah yeah and it's oh it's not just you kind of thing that isn't necessarily having all of the auditions right now it's also this person and this person and this person and what shall we do whilst we are free what can we do to up level our careers what are these opportunities what is the thing that for the last five years that you've been dying to do but you've had no time Um, exactly exactly I've just seen so much banana bread on Instagram <laughs> throughout I <know>. lockdown. <laughs> I know, I know. You need to start a new trend, like red velvet cake or something. Yeah, it needs to change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you think of something that's maybe not a banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got another like couple of questions. Not not many at all left. Um, but I was just wondering. This is um a different one. I haven't actually asked anyone this yet. Um, I'm hoping that this is going to be a question that I can ask quite a lot of different people and see if we come up with some different things. So what is the one thing under £100 that you would recommend an actor to buy to change their life? Like whether that's a social media scheduler, whether that's a journal, it could be anything. So what is your one Uh, thing? You know, it's funny, it's tempting to think you'd be go down tech route, but actually I'm totally untechnical. So I would say the thing that really changed my life was actually getting help in. And I don't know whether how, how that is actually, um, <laughs> that's um, a real person that I could like, when I have a problem with tech, say, I've got this problem. Can you sort it out for me rather than me spending hours? But that's probably not quite what, what you're thinking of. So when I kind of think back, the thing that really changed things for me would be a book. Um, because it's practical tools and um, it's not a business book. It's um, it's called the law of attraction by Abraham Hicks. And I first found out about it because I watched the secret. I think as everybody did, and I thought it was vaguely interesting, but when I started <laughs> looking into it more, I realized there was so much to- more to it than actually that book or the film. And, you know, whether you are, it's a little bit, you know, mystical and a little bit woo, but you know, whether you believe in that or not, I think it's got some really good principles to live by. And it gives you a lot of, practical tools for being resilient and when you are in business and when you are you know selling yourself and having to show off every day and it's so unpredictable out there having these tools to turn to is really really helpful and um yeah so I would highly recommend reading that if you it's it's kind of like a personal development book you know spiritual book um but it absolutely changed how I approach business and it's made me much more resilient and it's made me a lot more actually dream bigger and um and kind of make bigger progress I think actually rather than getting stuck in my head and um you know blocked and um you know I think mindset work is really really important I'm sure it is as an actor yeah. um it definitely is in business yeah. and um this is that's been a huge tool for me so that's what I would recommend absolutely that is brilliant because we face so much rejection in this industry um there is an awful lot of it it is constantly no 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 maybe no (laughs) it's a lot of it so anything that will help bring resilience um positivity those kind of things I think is absolutely brilliant so then finally where can we find you online you can find me I'm mainly on Instagram so it's Kate Butler Ross um on Instagram that's my handle 
Um, and I also have my own podcast called The Content Download, where I talk a lot about kind of storytelling and showing up and sharing content and, and all that kind of stuff. So you can find that on you know, iTunes and Apple. That is iTunes, isn't it? Apple you know, Podcast. Stitcher, you know, all of those ones. So yeah. I'm on there as well. So, um, yeah, so check out my podcast, The Content Download, and you can find me on Instagram, Kate Butler Ross brilliant thank you so much Kate what an incredible episode I know I myself have got a lot of things to go away and think about and I'm sure that lots of people in this audience do as well thank you so much to this audience for joining me if you haven't already please do go away and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify Um, we would love to hear from you if you haven't already head over to www.theactorsbusinessnetwork.com we would be happy to hear from you we have an email on there that you can send us any of your questions if you would like to get them answered by industry professionals please do state who you'd like to hear from and we will endeavor to get them on the show Um, that's all for me today so have a great week and I'll see you next week bye bye